All right, we got Zach Kosher sitting down in the house. What up, what up? Symphony Micro Podcast on structuring the day to reduce friction. The idea here is basically that you want to do activities that are in line with where your mind state's at and where your energy levels are at. So right. you just got a couple bullet points down and we're just going to throw them in and kind of go back and forth on it in less than 20 or 30 minutes. Yeah, let's do it. Start us off, man. Yeah, well, we're talking about creativity and structuring your day around those times of the day when you're most creative. And there actually are, there's technical terms and science behind this, which is that, you know, in those morning hours, your brain, the synapses in your brain are firing more on the creative side. And then later on in the day, the analytical side of your brain fires back up. So if you pay attention to that in the way that your body kind of manifest that, um, you can really layer your day in a way that's going to have maximum productivity, um, saving those analytical menial tasks like responding to emails, calls, writing proposals, SOWs, contracts, all that plug and chug stuff, saving that for the later afternoon hours and then in the morning, reserving that time for thinking creatively about campaign ideas in my case, you know, or social media, like you said, or whatever those creative elements in your life are. I mean, everybody's needing to think creative in some way, shape or form, depending on their career, passion, whatever. There is creativity in almost all jobs, right? Creativity in almost but all jobs. But usually most jobs aren't creative the whole time. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I think, you know, what we were talking about too on, on the last podcast before it was deleted or uh, <laughs> was, uh, whoops, <laughs> was, is that, um, yeah, some people, some people, I think, you know, first thing in the morning, they're responding to those emails. Right. They're, they're, you know, they're acting on impulse, like, oh, shit, I got to do it. Like, straight into that reactive state. Yeah, and think about, you know, there are tasks that operate on timelines that you need to get done the next time, but can you put your level of productivity and maximizing productivity before that? Because at the end of the day, I think that's going to be more impactful to your career and long term than just making sure I respond to this person timely on email before it's, you know, too late in the afternoon, which is like, who's to say it's too late? You know what I mean? Right. Um, Productivity is like something that everyone's trying to increase, but if you do it in the wrong way without structuring it around where your mind state is at, that's for me where I'm seeing like a ton of opportunity and growth for myself. It's like, I used to wake up in the morning, get a workout, maybe go like get a big lift in the morning yeah. and then come and eat lunch. And then I'm kind of like a little tired. And so I'm basically starting the day with zero momentum rather than what I do now is wake up, have some coffee, get a short walk in, maybe right. just get the blood flowing and then go straight into the creative stuff. And it is funny how we both came to the same conclusion that getting that creative work done early and then getting the calls, meetings, stuff like that in the afternoon. Yeah, I mean, so your brain, when you're sleeping and dreaming, right, your brain is firing on all cylinders when it comes to being creative. It's creating something that doesn't even exist and that you fully believe is the truth and what's happening to you at that moment in time, right? So there's chemical stuff involved there, but those creativity synapses are firing, so leveraging that first thing in the morning, there's still residual effect there, and that's technically why, from a chemical standpoint, you should be more creative in the morning, most all of us should. I actually never thought about it that way, but I, I think you're absolutely right. Like your brain's fresh. You still have that feeling of creativity in the morning. Yeah. You, know, and, uh, you can kind of feel it. You, you can, can tap that. into it later. And one thing I've got both points, I'm just going to jump straight to it, which yeah. is naps. This is something that right. people are like, it's a, it's a, not want to say controversial, but it's interesting because people are like, Oh, if you take naps, like that's weak. You know, if I wake up and I get after it all day. I wake up early, I stay up late and this yeah. and that. 
but you're for sure losing productivity. And I take a, maybe once or twice a week, I'll take a nap in the afternoon yeah. and I wake up with that creativity again at like 4 p.m. And I go right back into I almost get two mornings in the same day, which is just such a yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, if you look at productivity as a linear thing, like it's either I'm getting a bunch of work done or I'm not getting any work done. I mean, a lot of people look at it that way. Like I'm productive because I just like got 17 boxes checked on my to-do list today. But reality is more of like a quantity and quality situation. It's like, sure, you could fucking like steam through everything really, really poorly and do something, you know, with very little creative energy, with very little nuance and, and, and all of that. Or you could take little naps during the day and beef back up that creativity. And so when you're going through these tasks, you do such a better job at them and, and you feel better about what you're creating and more proud and all that kind of shit. So yeah. I don't know, there's two ways to look at it. It's not, it's not linear, but yeah. Just, yeah. Kobe, my, my guy Kobe uh, yeah. said, when you're tired, rest. Yeah, trying to work when you're tired, and that's what this this little micro podcast is all about. Is like stretching your day yeah. to reduce friction. And if you're working when you're tired, there's no chance that you're being as effective, productive. You're going to make more mistakes. Yeah. You have to make up for those mistakes later. I've yeah. learned these lessons the hard way. So yeah, hopefully whoever's listening can think about this and maybe not fall into the same pitfalls that I did. 100. And like like we're saying, listen to your body. If you if in the mornings you you want to go and stretch your body out and do a walk, don't feel bad about that because yeah. you're not spending that time working. Do those things that you need to do to be able to continue to to you know crush work later or whatever it is, you know, I think that's super important. Love it. Um, yeah. I got another bullet point. COVID has taught a lot of people about a lot of different stuff. Oh yeah. We've had Huge to, reality check. Yeah. Productivity has been at the top of mind for a lot of people with yeah. COVID because it's like, um, on one hand, if you're not commuting as much, if you're not doing as many in-person meetings, you can yeah. be quote unquote more productive, but then people also get worn out because I hear it all the time. People that work at Amazon, Microsoft, and even do their own thing, they like have to be on their toes all the time. Yep. Co-workers are expecting them to be on the ball. So yep. it's even more important now from my perspective to take those breaks, whether it's a nap or just playing some music or going for a walk in physical exercise. Yeah. Um, more so than ever, for sure. And I think COVID's helped us realize that in some ways. Yeah, it just kind of has thrown us into that situation too where you're kind of forced to realize it. Like, a, all of those tasks that you just felt were part of your day, like the commute, like meeting, meetingless meetings that just lasted and were hours spent for no reason, and even tasks during the day, all that just kind of went away. You had these extra hours, and then you also were cooped up in a house, right? And like yeah. your life has completely changed. So there's that, like, that abrupt factor, that kind of uncomfortableness of something completely different and it felt wrong, it felt weird. But kind of forced you to take more time for yourself and listen to yourself a little bit more and understand like what are the things that I need to do during the day to make my keep myself sane and not go fucking crazy. Speaking and, of which, tell the story real quick. I remember you told on the podcast, but yeah. you like hit the wall hard because you were grinding way too much on work. Yeah. You actually like it became like a emergency. Almost. Yeah, I went to the hospital. Yeah. So I was I mean when I first started my business two years ago, it was about this time in twenty eighteen, um, that I, this exact thing happened. And I was, you know, I was subscribed to the whole like Gary V, you know, 14 hour days, you kind of put the work in, you yeah. get the reward. And I was ready to grind, man. Like I was like, let's do it. Yeah. And I was happy to. And I did it for like, I don't know, three to four months and launching the business. No, no joke, working 12 to 14 hour days. And there was a stretch of time where I never left my room for three to four days. I'd eat in my room, sleep, sleep in my room, work in my room. Cool. And that was it. It was just like up, work, sleep. 
up or sleep, you know what I mean? Just like repeat. And my heart started palpitating and the stress manifested in a way where I literally felt like I was having like a, you know, it wasn't any panic attack, but it felt like I was having, you know, a heart attack. Mm -hmm. So I checked into the ER, took an EKG and the doctor was like, Hey man, or, you know, what's new in your life? Has it changed? <laughs> and I was like, well, I have my own business now. And he's like, that's it. Yeah. It's like, you working a lot. I was like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, don't do that. <laughs> you're gonna, like where you are you're in the hospital, dude, don't do that. Yeah. So I mean, that's a small example, but like, it's, it's true, man. You can't overwork yourself. You can't burn yourself out. It's going to kick you in the long run. Yeah. Um, don't and it's like that energy hours. and ambition is great to have for sure, yeah. but just harnessing it and then understanding your limits. I had the same experience in a slightly different degree. Like last summer, end of last August, I was just pushing, 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 trying to get so much work done during yeah. these long days. And yeah. I actually got sick with mono because I had depleted my immune system, yeah. destroyed my body so mm -hmm. much. I was sick for like a couple months actually because yeah. of that. Yeah. It set me back way more. I could have just been, I remember my boss said at the time, I was like, I explained, I was like, yeah, I got overworked. And she's like, yeah, part of being a pro is knowing you yeah. know, what your limits are and not going outside of them. Absolutely. It's like with anything, it's like working out too hard or something. It's like, you know, I want to lift all the weight in the gym because it's going to make me bigger. It's like, cool. Well, eventually when you're lifting all the weight, you're going to pop your back or you're going to, you know, yeah. bust your ankle and, and then, then look where you're at. You know, yeah. how much closer to your goals are you now that you have to sit out from the gym for three months while this heals? So it's the same kind of thing with productivity and mindset and the hustle and all that. Yeah, and it's like structuring the individual day is one thing, but now that I'm realizing we're talking about structuring like a longer arc of time, which yeah. is like each day is just one day for sure. But if you just think about that one day, it's like, okay, I'll work 14 hours today. And if you do that every day, then yeah. you're going to get to a day where you can't work. 14 hours and you're set back so yeah. um, another thing I always talk about is mental health and just like doing things on a daily basis to keep that mental health solid so that's a whole right. micro pod but right now feeling productive is like a key element of, of your mental health true too, right true feeling like you're getting stuff done going to bed yeah. yeah feeling like you had a good day right yeah I was just talking about that actually on a podcast yesterday um back around Next bullet point for me yeah. is we're, we're doing great 10 minutes right now. Changing your environment to change your mindset. So you're sitting, like you said, you're sitting in your room working all day. You're doing like you're just sleeping, waking up, eating everything yeah. in the same room. For me, just getting physically out of that space. Like when we finish this micro pod here, there's no chance I'm going to go straight to my computer and work. Actually, yeah. I'm going on a long 60 mile bike ride. But even if I wasn't doing that, I, I would go for a walk, I would yeah. get outside, maybe have a, I don't know, probably not another cup of coffee, that's not good advice, but yeah. I would do something other than sure. try and go straight to work. And yeah. It, yeah, I am sacrificing some time to do, quote unquote, sacrificing some time, but yeah. um, do you do that at all? Like change your environment or structure your, the space that you work in? Yeah, it, I mean, I, I do for sure. Uh, the answer is yes. I mean, I, after that little episode that I had where I ended up in the hospital, my heart was beating, I, or racing heart speeding thankfully always but um, but yeah so after that I, I was I felt the need to compartmentalize right so because I was sleeping eating working in my room I was like well let me take work let me take work out of my room so I got a WeWork office and I kept work there yeah. didn't even bring my computer home so when I was checked out of the WeWork for the day I was done with work for the day I couldn't you know fire my computer to look at you know ad results at 9 o'clock and see if we we're pacing correctly it's like no, we're just going to leave that until tomorrow. That was the biggest example, but 
Yeah, even still, I'm a huge. Did you know, that subscriber. benefit you a lot? Oh, immensely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, it's, it's huge. It's huge. It taught me the lesson of compartmentalization, how important it is for me. Like for other people, they might be able to have it all one space fits all, or you know what I mean. But um, I guess you have to be fortunate enough to be able to have the ability to have multiple spaces and yeah, not have everything shoved in one little corner. But um, yeah, if you can do it, I think the benefits of it are super strong. Um, I think it's almost like a feng shui thing. You know, there's an energy, there's a feeling, there's a vibe in every room. And if the vibe is work and product, and not productivity, but if the vibe is like tasks and doing things and getting things accomplished and you don't ever leave that vibe, then you're always going to have that feeling of something looming over you that you need to be doing is kind of the way I felt. So getting out of that physical environment change that feeling for sure yeah. are there some days that you just say i gotta get a lot done today i'm gonna stay up late and push hard and yeah i'm gonna work a bunch of hours and that's okay yeah yeah definitely mm -hmm. i have my office still now and I, I work from home a lot more too so i have both of those options if i'm gonna have like a day where i gotta get shit done i'm, I'm in the office mm -hmm. and then at home you know i'm still working the full day but those are days when i'm like kind of keeping it a little bit lighter so yeah, yeah. nice man yeah well, I think we can wrap this one up. Yeah. That's a good micro pod. Got any more bullet points? Um, no, I think that's it. Yeah. I think the that's idea it. is just to, with these micro podcasts, is just to give a little taste of a concept or an idea. Yeah. Maybe riff, like riff on it a little bit like we just did. And uh, if someone has never thought about this concept in a certain way that we're talking about it, yeah. maybe they can get some value. And, yeah, exactly. So yeah. to summarize, it's, it's, you know, in the morning is typically when I think our brains are most likely to be creative. And so using those first few hours of the day to um, get those tasks done that have a creative angle to them and then saving the rest of the afternoon for the email responses and all the kind of automated, you know, like plug and chug type of tasks that don't yeah. use a lot of the left brain. So, yeah. I can't. Cool. All right. Symphony Micro Podcast. Yeah. Checking out. Awesome, and that's a wrap on this week's episode of the symphony podcast look forward to next week when we drop another episode and if you have any ideas for episodes we'd love to hear them and again thanks for listening the symphonyco.com is where you can find the website sign up for the email newsletter there and subscribe to the symphony podcast wherever you get your podcasts I also have another podcast called the Adventure Creator Podcast, where I host long-form conversations with people who are passionate about what they do. So we've got Symphony Podcast, which is short-form, tight, on a specific topic or around a specific concept. And I also do the Adventure Creator Podcast. So check out both of those podcasts, and they provide a good balance. Um, and I enjoy doing both of them equally. So for now, let's wrap it up. Thanks for listening. And have a great day.